Hi, I'm Sam. And I'm Naisha. Welcome, Welcome to, to Breaking, Breaking Wind. Wind. We're going to start off with why we're doing this. Why are we doing this indeed? Well, well. actually, we're maybe explaining what we're doing, <laughs> which is watching uh, from the famous Twilight Saga, Breaking Dawn Part 1, which is the fourth film, um, once a week for as long as we can stand it, pretty much. Our aim is for 52 weeks, aka a year. Twilight. <laughs> What could go wrong? <laughs> Hello. Sup? <laughs> How's it going? Good. Um, not loving the movie, but that's besides the point. Yeah, it's not about the movie, is it? <laughs> How's your week? Oh, <laughs> it was good. Um, I'm lost. What are you trying to say? I don't know. I had a good week. How <laughs> <laughs> was your week? I'm panicking. I'm panicking. It was nice. I just ate a bit too much dinner and I'm really full now. Yeah, me I did at least have one vegetable tonight. Last night I had a bit of a beige meal. And so beige. <laughs> I was worried for myself. <laughs> so we... During the film, not during, yeah, during, <laughs> we were talking about love triangles. Oh, yes. I, aka Bella, Edward, and Jacob. Mm-hmm. And we discussed whether we'd been in a love triangle, which, you know, is very private information. Um, Naisha has. <laughs> Thanks very much. And um, we, were, we were trying to define what a love triangle is. Yeah. And it's. How many mutual connections do there have to be to make it a triangle? That's the thing. Sometimes because you never get like a true triangle, really. Or I, actually, I have once known a true triangle. It okay. wasn't me. It was three guys I knew, and each of them loved the next one in the. Yeah. You see what I mean? So ah. like it was a it was a perfect circle. Like it went. It, but there was around. no mutual. No. Uh, actually eventually two of them became a couple okay, but for a good. little while it was like this amazing cyclical yeah thing. yeah interesting yeah because I wasn't because that's the key point like does does there have to be a mutual you know mutual feelings for it to be technically a love triangle mm. um probably but also maybe not so in Bella Jacob and Edward situation she kind of likes them she likes them both yeah, she can't yeah. really decide between them mm-hmm. and they both like her so she kind of connects it as a triangle it's more of an arrowhead i would say yes yeah <laughs> <laughs> the only if if jacob and edward then had feelings for each other it would be the perfect triangle yeah like the recycle sign yeah <laughs> goes all the way around yes yeah but that's well that's... but then so okay so, but what makes what makes a triangle what if like what if she ju- she just liked Edward, but Jacob was still on the periphery? Does that make it more more of like a sort of orbital thing than a triangle? Like he's just hanging around. Yeah, he's just kind of there. <laughs> just I don't know. It's a tough one. And then um, when we were talking about sort of trying to define the love triangle, I think we should just go straight to the food segment here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> had some classic plastic cheese earlier 
You know this. You know the type. You know the stuff. Take it out of the plastic, put it on the burger or whatever, or in my case, wrap it round the <laughs> tuck biscuits. <laughs> It was really good. I ate three quarters of a whole packet of tuck biscuits. Like a tuck biscuit oh. burrito. Oh, it was it was it was pretty good actually. But then we we were discussing. Uh, it looked great. Yeah, it I, it was. I, I'm gonna remember that meal. <laughs> meal? What am I talking about? I'm gonna remember that food snack, <laughs> snack that was in my mouth. But um, <laughs> and then we were talking about what what is cheese. What? Oh yeah, so for context, I, w- I was also having uh, crackers, although I, I spread delicious Marmite all over mine, mm-hmm. and I had some vegan cheese, because um, some of you may not already know that I am vegan, so it's amazing. <laughs> well, you're coming out. Uh, it, it does feel a bit like that. <laughs> it's a big deal. It's like, a, you know, like I half feel like I need to apologise for it, but then it's like, no, it's who I am. Um, Don't apologise for who you are. <laughs> So, um... You're wrong, not I am a vegan. <laughs> <laughs> we'll cut, we'll cut it, um, we'll cut it. <laughs> <laughs> In case any of you are wondering, I have been vegan my whole life. <laughs> You're a gold star vegan. <laughs> um, <sighs> so my, the, the cheese, uh, you can add your own quotation marks in there, is made from coconut oil. Mm-hmm. Obviously Sam's cheese is kind of... <laughs> plasticky so we, I was kind of like this would be an interesting discussion like whose cheese is more like cheese I'm not going to try and argue the point I know it's still Sam's cheese even though like, cheese is defined by the dairy really even though it's not it's as far away really from dairy <laughs> as you can get but I just thought it was an interesting conversation yeah I think it's interesting I did look at the I looked at the ingredients and it was like from milk 60% <laughs> Barely. Barely. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. But it was delicious, nonetheless. And the perfect uh, sunshine snack. Exactly. Mm. And I had, um, just, you know, because it's a food podcast, um, <laughs> I had... <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> I had some trout, but I, I went, I was reading the instructions on the <laughs> trout because it was one of those, like, where you put sauce on it and stuff, so I was like, oh, better read it. <laughs> I went, put the trout skin down in the baking tray. <laughs> And Naisha thought I was talking about her. <laughs> the trout in the baking tray. I don't know what we've just been talking about. I thought you were just th- hurling an insult at me in the kitchen. <laughs> Your trout. <laughs> Put the trout skin down. <laughs> 180 degrees for 17 minutes. Oh... <laughs> uh. Brilliant. Yeah. If you would like to write in as well with your views on cheese or love triangles, please oh, do. Oh, yes. We always love to hear from our listeners. Yeah. Any fellow vegans, any fellow non-vegans, anyone's welcome. I'm here to support you. <laughs> I know it's a daily struggle. <laughs> there are a lot of judgmental people in the world. Oh, don't worry. <laughs> I'm just glad you're open-minded enough to accept me into your life. I am. It took a while, but... <laughs> Speaking of which, we have compatibility and yeah. accepting people. We have been looking at horoscopes. So there's a there's like a horoscope compatibility thing you can do where um, it will tell you how compatible two horoscopes are. So I'm going to read you out uh, two of these compatibility tests. And uh, you have to guess which one is Bella and Edward and which one is Sam and Nye. Cool. So here we go. When Taurus and Libra come together in a love affair, it can be the unification of two halves of a whole. These two signs are thought of as being karmically linked. They're both looking for security in a relationship, and they share a love of art. 
poetry and culture. This relationship may start slowly as, on the surface, they might have few common interests. However, once they understand one another, they may learn they have much more in common than was first apparent. Okay, number one, and now number two. The relationship wouldn't be without its challenges, as Virgo women need to feel the familiar... familiar... (laughs) familiar... familiarity... familiarity... (laughs) cut. The relationship wouldn't be without its challenges, though, as Virgo women need to feel the familiar... (laughs) Sorry, sorry. Hang on. Familiarity. Is that it? Familiarity. Familiarity. Oh, God, I'm going to panic again. Hang on. (laughs) You gave me the hard one. (laughs) Familiarity. Familiarity. Yeah. I'm not cutting this. The (laughs) The (laughs) The relationship wouldn't be without its challenges as Virgo women need to feel the familiarity <laughs> Just keep going. of her lover's physical affection. Whereas Geminis by default are not those who are known for familiar feels. Their constant desire for change will eventually become a deciding factor in the relationship and provided these issues could be worked through, a long-term relationship doesn't seem plausible. Ooh. No, who is us and who is Bella and Edward? Sorry for fudging that up so spectacularly. <laughs> familiarity. L's today. <laughs> familiarity. Is that it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Familiarity. Okay, right, anyway. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't matter because that one is about Bella and Edward and obviously the lovely one is about us because we're perfect we're, together. We're so compatible. <laughs> Right, let's delve into it a bit more. Like strawberries and cream. (laughs) (laughs) So I particularly pick out this. They share a love of art, poetry and culture. And now, as you know, if you're an avid listener of the podcast, (laughs) only last week we talked about a painting and did poetry (laughs) and culture. Well, you know, we watched the same film 52 times. I think that's pretty cultured. Very cultured. Yeah. Uh, We like to travel together. Yeah, we like to travel. So that's pretty cultured. Yeah. So, yeah, so basically, Bella and Edward are not compatible, whereas we are. Do you know what my favourite part of our one is? Is um, this relationship may start slowly, as on the surface they might have few common interests. Netflix. Yeah, that's that's where we bonded. That's definitely where it began. Because, well, you were talking about vegan earlier, right? Common, we did, that was, that's... You know, also, and cheese. Or we whatever. have a dog cat divide here dog, as well. Dog cat divide, vegan, non vegan divide, mm-hmm. but Netflix always brings us together. It's true. And that's the glue that holds this thing together. <laughs> Literally. Can you imagine if Netflix went bust? Oh, no, stop. Like Blockbuster. Oh. <gasps> Did you know that Blockbuster had the opportunity to buy Netflix back in the day? Oh, my God. And they God. didn't take it. I bet they're kicking themselves in the I balls know. right now. But to be fair, they may have messed it up, so. I'm glad they didn't get yeah, it. that's true. Yeah, no offence, Blockbuster. You you pay us a £10 subscription every month and we'll send you all the VHSs you could ever want. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I miss VHSs. Those are the days. Simpler times. Not so much choice. Overwhelmed. <laughs> Just overwhelmed every night. What Just watch? Watching the same stuff over and over again yeah, so I can't commit to anything new. 52 times. That's true. I really, I'll be honest, I don't have a lot of notes today because I was sort of desperately trying to dredge something from the depth of the movie and I was just so not invested at all today. No. 
Well, I'm just going to steal someone else's material. Um, so the, <laughs> the great series called Honest Trailers on YouTube. Oh, Check it out. yeah. Which is so good. They basically play... They do their movie trailer, but they do the voiceover and basically tell it how it is. <laughs> so they did one where they've done all the Twilight films, yeah. but we particularly loved the Breaking Dawn part one and two analysis. I love that they refer to... Bella as mouth breather. Yeah. She always has her mouth open. And Edward as shovel face. <laughs> well, Bella actually has lots of nicknames. She's called uh, Skeletor. Dead eyes. <laughs> Vanilla. <laughs> <laughs> and um, they pointed out that in the part one and two movies, they padded out so much because there's just no action <sighs> in the book. And um, they say there's four games of chess <laughs> in the two movies. <laughs> It's just that it's is a, so ridiculous. That is an in, disproportionate amount of chess. Yeah, for a to movie length. Movie. Yes, that's not about chess. It's not about chess. If it was a movie, I think that would be too much chess. If it was a movie about chess. Yeah, it's like Battle of the Sexes, but if they'd played chess, not tennis. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Great movie. Um, and in the in the videos, they also point out how much staring happens. Yeah. Which well, is so true. Lots of staring. I mean, if they don't have anything to say to each other now, how are they going to go another infinite, infinite number <sighs> of years? Infinity. Also, their star signs don't have any, you know, longevity, so... Mm-hmm. They're not compatible at all. No. Um, Do you believe in fate? No. <laughs> <laughs> Answers that then. Do you? <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> right, end of discussion. Cool. Great, moving on. Do you believe in fate, everyone? <laughs> Do you have something more interesting to say than us? Do you have any feelings other than cynicism? Write to us. <laughs> Windbreaking at yahoo.com. Um, my... Oh, so I was thinking, is the Twilight Saga all an elaborate Volvo advert? It is Stephanie Mayer, the CEO of Volvo. <laughs> because no, she's a major shareholder. Such a high budget advert, but really works. Like you really got the viewers in. You really do. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, because how many Volvo shots were there? Was it five? About five. Yeah. Wow. And I, every time I see a Volvo now, I'm like, oh, they can probably afford it. I mean, yeah. I mean, they get the profit as well from, you know, the. And they've really, like, raked it in with that younger market who are just going to start learning to drive. Yeah. Oh, it's genius. Really <laughs> genius. Um, my shining light this week was um, when Jacob finds out that Bella's pregnant and he's really angry just because I think he's like, oh, they definitely had sex. Um, <laughs> when he goes... He I go- never really realised that that might be the reason. <laughs> he's like, like, no, oh, they pregnant. actually did it. No. Oh, no. <laughs> He, at least if she wasn't pregnant, he could live in this fantasy world of like, yeah, yeah they're going to be celibate for life. Virgin, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so my shining light was um, when Jacob found this out, he um, he really angrily like pushed Edward and went, you did this. And I was like, Captain Obvious over here. <laughs> what else is it going to be? Who else? It's so hilarious. It's not even like, how could you do this? No, it's, it's just, you, you did, did this. this. Just like statement of fact. <laughs> What would just be cherry on the cake for me would be like Jasper turning around being like, oh, actually it was me. <laughs> just to try and get a line in. Sauce. in the film. <laughs> oh. 
Oh, shining light. I, I wish I had a shining light. Uh, actually, I'm going to say, I'm really sorry to bring it up. We said we weren't going to talk about it. And, you know, I'll leave it at this. They're walking through the jungle and I was like, yeah, I'd like to do that. I've added it to my to-do list when we go to Rio. Like, oh, yeah. I'm going to go for a walk in the jungle. That sounds lovely. Should we Should we do... Should we... Um, Edward gives Bella a piggyback and then jumps into a waterfall. Should we do that? That sounds really safe, yeah. Yeah, let's do that, yeah. You... I'll give you a piggyback. You're... I'll be Edward. <laughs> the question is, do I trust you not to slip around before you jump? Absolutely off the rock? not. <laughs> and end up diving in head first towards the rocks. Yep. Whoopsie. I mean, somebody who can't say familiarity. Oh, I got it. Yes. You've just got to like. You've just got to launch into the word. You know, just like familiarity. Yeah. yeah. Just launch into the launch waterfall. Into the launch way. into the waterfall. Launch into the. Lean into the wind, as it were. So. Bella's mum is fun, isn't she? Yeah. I think we both realised that we've really overhyped her character. We really Because every time she comes on screen, she's way more subtle than we play it in real life. We go over the top. We've also got to the point where we're quoting her in the house. And <laughs> one of our housemates the other day said, um, what, like, what is that from? Is it, is it from something? And we were like, yeah, it's, it's Twilight, didn't you know? He's like, no, I thought you guys just made it up. <laughs> no, no original really material. Reclaimed, reclaimed the quote. Ah, how creative! <laughs> no original material here, thank you very much. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I can see it being really fun on a night out. Yeah, but then she would literally... By the end, she would be such a liability. Yeah, she'd drink the entire bottle of vodka and you wouldn't even know and you'd just find it in the corner empty and you'd be like, shit, it's <laughs> oh, happened again. No. <laughs> not again. Um, but yeah, just talking about, um, you know, us quoting Twilight and everything, like, we must be so difficult to live with. Definitely. We're very shrill. We're very shrill. I can hear it. I know. Which brings us to our new soundbite. We are the worst. Right, we can do this, guys. <laughs> let's get some. Let's filler. Let's do some filler. Yeah, okay. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, thoughts on um, um, jam jars. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I panicked. So jam jars are very useful objects. You I'm... can reuse them. You can <laughs> fill them with stuff. I panicked so much. I actually one Christmas. I <laughs> you're really going with this. I'm rolling with this one. I gave my little sister like um, a cookie recipe mix, um, sort of layered in a jam jar. So it had like flour on the bottom, then <gasps> cocoa powder, then sugar, oh. then like Smarties, um, desiccated coconut. Although I found out after I gave it to her that she hates coconut. Oh no! So that wasn't such a great shell. Oh, so what? but then the the idea is you can just tip the whole jar into a bowl and then add the wet ingredients. That's it... such a nice idea. Yeah, I know it's good, isn't it? I've stolen that, right? Stealing that. Yeah. One. Thanks. I'll tell you what else I used to do with jam jars. Yep. I used to make these tiny um, paper stars. So you like fold a strip of paper around itself and then you can like pinch the corners and it becomes this puffed up 3D star and it's adorable. And then you make like hundreds of them and put them in a jar and it's totally pointless and there's no reason for them at all. They don't do anything. They just look nice. Ha! How creative! <laughs> <laughs> Shush. I'm like, can we leave it there? We're not quite at time yet. <laughs> Yeah, but when you add the intro oh. and outro, yeah. Oh, see you later. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. If you want to get in touch with us, you can email windbreaking at yahoo.com. Yahoo, of course. Mm-hmm. 
Or you can follow us on Twitter at wind underscore breaking. Or you can follow our Instagram at wind underscore breaking. Thanks, guys. Bye.